Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour podcast. Three women, one podcast, and a whole load of badass. With me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton. This week, we are talking emojis. There's a new period emoji, but we're asking, why is the no vagina emoji? Plus, we meet Lucy Ann Holmes, author of Don't Hold My Head Down, and talk all things better sex. Underwear, armpit hair, many imitators, but no one compares. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, Ladies, have you seen the Plan International UK new emoji for periods? Yeah, I have. It's a red blood droplet. What do you think yeah, of it, Ems? I'm not feeling it. I'm like, I like. I really like the fact that we are talking about periods more and it's not seen as this sort of shameful thing or whatever. But equally, I just... I just don't like seeing bodily fluids. I don't like seeing the... I was kind of fine with the adverts using the blue fluid. Like, I was fine. I don't need these emojis. Like, I don't, and I don't even know when I'm going to use it. When am I going to send it to my friend and go, oh, I can't do lunch today, but red dot, red dot, red dot. It's, <laughs> like, am I? I think it's great. I'm really into it. So the reason that Plan International UK campaigned for it was because they did a survey and they found that 48% of young girls between 14 to 21 were in some way embarrassed by their periods. Which yeah. is huge. Which That's is nearly half of them. Yeah. And so they wanted to kind of mainstream it. And at least they didn't put a smiley face on it, which I really appreciate. <laughs> that was one of the proposed would, ideas. Do you know what? I think I would be more likely be to more use it. it if it had a smiley face. I Where think would it's the like, red dot be if it was a smiley it's face? A red drop, like drop, a drop. Yeah. So I think they would have, you know, drop. like the poo emoji has a smiley face. I think they almost yeah. reversed it. Oh, so that would have right. been great. Now that no. I probably could have got down with. Well, I really like it. So I can totally see myself using it. I can completely see myself using it in a kind of, how are you feeling today, Harriet? To describe the sheer pent up rage and anger that is me doesn't on the, day two of my period. Doesn't the angry emoji do that? Like that's no, the I one I use. Well, I think it does, but then you have to get into a debate about why you're angry. Whereas this is a clear, I'm angry. There's probably no reason for it, <laughs> yeah, but I am exactly. really angry. Yeah, I'm a completely different person <laughs> than you probably once knew. <laughs> exactly. Now, what do you think of it? 
For me, it's just the line on bodily fluids, full stop. Yeah. I mean, if they did a squirt for a different bodily fluid. <laughs> well, we have. This is the thing. We have a sort of, we have what is technically a water symbol, but I think Do we, we all know what it is symbolising. No, no, so no. I've never used I'm, that. No, and if I did, I'd just use it for symbolising water. water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ladies, um, I don't know who you've been texting, but <laughs> you're not having enough fun. That's what I'm saying. Based on the conversation today about your emojis, Harriet, I'm very, I'm slightly oh. worried. Um, but no, I just, if, if, I was messaging a friend and she sent me a line of red drops to symbolise being on her period. I'd be like, mate, get a grip. It's just, there's just no need <laughs> for that in your ta- lexicon. But are we not I'm talking I- about this as human beings. I'm talking to my girlfriends all the time and I've got my period. I'm always telling them about it. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not always telling people about it's my like period realistically. It's like a standing joke within my, girl, within my group of friends. They're like, really, Harriet, again? <laughs> no? I mean, I, I get that it makes sense, but it's just, it's a lot. And seriously, if a friend con- consistently sent it to me, I'd have words with her. I would. Really? Yeah. Oh my, ladies, I, I think... I say get a grip. Now. I feel like you both need to commune with your menstrual cycles a bit <laughs> and just get into it. I'm this down is... with mine. I just don't need to like express it by emojis. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I am so with Emma on this one. <laughs> I do think it's this this outpouring of every every no pun intended, but we're, you know we're talking about everything. We're like, oh my god, I feel like this, and oh my god, I'm on my period, and oh my god, and oh my god, and oh my god, and I'm really in a place where I'm like, look, people, just stop talking about yourselves, get a grip, put on some red lipstick, like Lauren said, and get on with life. I'm done. I'm just done. That's very angry. Do you need a do you need an emoji? Yeah. Period. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me an emoji for, for it. Yeah. Um, well, this has got me thinking because, uh, as you know, the emoji world has been typically a little bit slow. It's trying; it's got better, but it's gone a bit slow on the kind of female symbols. It started with just men, male faces, and then it just a bit slow on only having white people's faces and so on and so forth. Um, so I think that there is more that could be done in the emoji symbol web, in the emoji symbol lexicon to fully express the sheer joy of womanhood. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean... You've really worried me about what's going on in your texting lives. <laughs> the fact you didn't know what the water symbol was actually symbolising. So what you yeah. actually mean is we're not sexting anyone. Yeah, Harry and that's Minter, what you really mean. Well, not... I just said mm-hmm. that the female emoji is the peach one, and then you were horrified because you were like, "No, because that is for." So this is what we're talking about. So the aubergine emoji. We. I, the, I don't have to tell you what the aubergine emoji stands for, yeah, do I? I guess, but you could use, use the it. banana one. <laughs> you could use the banana one. That's a banana one. So I questioned Cucumber? if we've got an aubergine emoji for, to kind of be a penis. I don't actually know if there is a cucumber one, but I mean, one praise out cooler. to anyone who is using that. Um, if we've got an emo- if we've got an emoji for penises, why do we not have an emoji that is kind of designated for vaginas? Mate, we don't have no, an emoji it's... for penises. <laughs> People <laughs> like you that sexed all the time started using it. It was again. an innocent. It, it, was, it really was an aubergine because sometimes people yeah. cook with it. Sometimes, yeah. How sometimes many times? You, subver- you guys have subverted yeah. the innocence of an emoji. No, yeah. the, and now you want to complain the about it. The emoji was never the, innocent. The aubergine emoji was never innocent it's so purple Liberal it couldn't feminists. be innocent yeah you feminist you're ruining the world really? Emma, you think <laughs> can i just talk about how much i loved though what emma thought the unofficial emoji for vagina was the peach it's not ems it's really not why I would just it not the be peach? that though? i just thought the 
aubergine, the aubergine was for the male anatomy and the peach was just for the female anatomy. Not a particular part Have necessarily, but it definitely, a female, it definitely looks like a peachy bum. It looks like my bum. <laughs> <laughs> it actually really worries me what you think a vagina looks like, Emma. Anyway, I've put the request out I on Twitter. I know what a vagina looks like. I've got one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but you think it looks like a peach. Have you looked at it recently? Oh, look, she's sick. In terms of the manifestation, I mean, if you guys have taken, you know created aubergines and lots of other things emma can have a peach i can have a peach or i no actually i did try to find a, a, an emoji that matched it but i couldn't really well i have asked i've asked what twitter, twitter and twitter is saying well gabby edlin the fabulous gabby edlin yeah. um fabulous gabby edlin thinks that it is a taco which I'm not very happy about, oh, to be honest, Gabby. Oh, it could be a taco. I don't want it to oh, be a no, taco. Oh, no, it's not a taco. I've never Actually, that far do you know what I emojis. saw? The hot dog. The hot dog was the closest thing that I thought. Are you... Re- I've nah, you're giving me a look, right? You, you're there concerned by what no, Emma thinks Emma, is going on here. Yeah, a hot, look, look at the hot dog. It just... <laughs> Mate. No. It just... No. Maybe no. sans mustard, I think. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I've also had a request... I'm not as keen into this. Jen Greystone suggests that it might be... Uh, it's on Twitter. It might be a sunflower. I mean, a it's, a bit cutie. Before, it's a bit cutie. It's a bit cutie, but I, I don't hang hate on. it. Hang on. How can it be a sunflower? I'm sorry, but listeners, have a look at your <laughs> sunflower emoji. And... <laughs> and Jen also then suggests the flame emoji. Now, quite frankly, I never want the flame emoji to be representing my vagina. Oh, no. I don't. I it think that's how the case. literal we all need taking, to be taking, checking yeah. ourselves out. Uh, mm. The emojis. Look, to be honest, oh, I use three emojis. Fig I leaf. use fig leaf. What about a little fig leaf? Oh, actually, a fig leaf. I mean, is there? No, a, is it's the there connotation. A, yeah, it's too fig leaf. It's kind the of forbidden. Forbidden. We can't talk yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. We need to hide it away. There you go. What about a maple leaf? A maple leaf? Dude, no. Where, where does a maple yeah. leaf come from? Ah, there's a maple leaf. I'm going to use a maple no. leaf from now on. I mean, I really feel like after this show, you need to go home and get a hand mirror. I'm a sex. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, we want to know what you think. <laughs> I mean, do we? Do we want to know? I don't, no, I, I'm no, not sure. I want to know how people are using their emoji, uh, their emojis, because I've not got that far. I use three, so I well, let me know. tell you now that everyone, whenever anyone is sending you an aubergine that's been recently watered, ladies, it's not what you think it is. That's oh, what I'm does telling that you. That happen, oh uh, Harriet? Who are you? Well, I know. <laughs> someone, someone apparently with a more interesting sex life than you guys. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. She'll get you talking. We were talking about the fact that there is a new emoji for periods, but we don't have an official or unofficial emoji for the vagina. Um, And I put it out on my Twitter and on my Instagram, and it's causing a lot of confusion, ladies. (laughs) It is causing a lot of confusion. Uh, Emma, you'll be pleased to know that at least one person agrees with you and thinks it could be a peach. Yes. Uh, we've had a couple more votes for the taco. I just, I no, Gary I just I can't. You, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've had two more flowers, which I like, but I feel it's like no. euphemistically cute, isn't it? Mm, it's a bit yeah, cute. We cute. need something better or even better than that. We just need somebody to come up and actually come up with a really good emoji. Uh, well, luckily, we have on the phone somebody who thinks they have the answer. Marco, hit us with it. What is the right emoji for a vagina? Um, it is a a seafood mussel. A what? A seafood mussel. A seafood mussel. Oh, is there, an, is there an emoji for one of those? Does that exist or do we need to create it? We need to create it. 
Um, yeah, I mean... If I... you've ever seen one, but they're a dead ringer. <laughs> I don't know which one we needed to have seen in order to know that, to be honest. But... Whose is it a dead ringer for, Marco? Does yours have barnacles on it? Uh, I like it. I mean, I think if... To be honest, Marco, when you're selling this to any lady friends, I might go with an oyster just because I think it sounds a little classier than the mussel. But now you've said yes. oyster, yeah, clam, a clam shell. I don't want to be a clam. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to be a sea, if I'm going to be something like that, it's going to be an oyster. An oyster. I like okay. a, no, I like a clam because a clam. You know what clams do when they're they not close. happy. Yeah, I like the clown. <laughs> the clown's like, you don't touch me proper, you're not coming in. Where do you get pearls in? from? Oysters. Oysters. Yeah, I'd and rather clams. be an oyster. And clams. Do you, mm. Okay, mm. we're going to... I think, Marco, that was a good one. Marco, we like that. That yeah. is a good suggestion. Thank you. Thank you. Like it very much. Thanks, Marco. Uh, now, one woman who should know the answer to this question is the author Lucy Ann Holmes, author of the new book, Don't Hold My Head Down. Lucy is also the woman who campaigned to get rid of page three. And she is out there campaigning for all of us women to have better sex. Hi, Lucy. Hello. Oh, how you doing? Good. Thank you. Uh Tell us, I mean, I can't talk about the subtitle of your book because it's a little graphic, but it's definitely something I'm in search of. (laughs) What caused, uh, what made you decide to write this book? Okay, so I had a bit of an epiphany one night and I was... We've uh, all had those, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is the first time I've had it watching porn, I have to say. Um, But yeah, I, uh, I was watching porn one night and... I was single at the time, I'd had a bit to drink, had a bit of a crush on somebody, you know, I took those lovely feelings of arousal to the computer, and I was in one of the big free porn sites, and I saw a thumbnail picture of, well, I'm sure she was a woman of legal age, but she looked like a girl, and Mm. she was having a sex act done to her, and it uh, shook me a bit, actually, and I, I... you know, closed my computer quite quickly and I found I was sitting there worrying about this woman I'd never met and just that night it really got me thinking to be honest and I I've, I had um I've got four nieces and my youngest at the time was about 13 or 14 and I just kept thinking of her you know she's got you know her body's changing she's going all she's getting these wonderful sort of mm-hmm. sensations in her body that you do to puberty and I just imagined her going to one of these sites and seeing all this stuff, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is the sex we're giving our young people, and it just made me feel really sad. And I started typing in good sex, great sex, and other things, and it all led me back to these free porn sites. But the one I really remember is I typed in the words beautiful sex, and I got um, a uh, a clip of a, a woman giving a man a blowjob while he held her head down, and um, I got offered a load of other things to see, and one was called... Daddy loves to hate sex, Jap schoolgirl. Oh my gosh. And I just thought, gosh, you know, I just was like, you know, if you type in beautiful conservatory, beautiful pasta sauce, you'll get something that, you know, quite a lot of us, you know, think has got, you know, is quite beautiful. And yet you type in beautiful sex, and you, you know, well, I found the results quite alarming. And I, you know, as I said, I was just kind of worried about in my nieces and young people and I I just kept thinking what have we done to sex and then I thought well Lucy you're hardly there raising sex to some divine art form while you're (laughs) sat there wanking to pause. (laughs) Lucy we're just going to put you on a little language reminder for a sec if I can. Thanks. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah so it just it just and I just 
and my friend's got this um, expression, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking about myself and sex, and I thought, gosh, you know, I don't know whether I've really started, I've really explored sex as I should. And I, I, I sat there thinking, you know, what do I really want to experience in sex? And I'd never, it, it struck me as odd that I was in my 30s and I'd never really asked myself that question. And I thought, gosh, you know, I want to, I want to experience really slow sex. It felt for me that sex had been caught up in these speedy routines and I'd never really, you know, I almost wanted to break it, break it down and, and, and learn what I really, how and where I really love to be touched. And I read somewhere that women are capable of 14 different types of orgasm. And I thought, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm having one. Um, I'd like to know what they are. And then I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm also a bit scared of the penis. I think I've been winging it when it came to a penis. And I was just like, I'd really love to learn how and where to touch a man. So I wrote this big list and I thought, right, yeah, I'm going to go and explore all this stuff. And what I found is that I <laughs> was beset by disaster again and again. And that disaster was me, really. I was, I was full of hatred for my body. So I needed a bottle of wine inside me before I could show it to anybody. And that was, you know, unfortunate for a start. And, but I also couldn't ask for what I wanted. I'd never stepped into this, this role of shaping the sex I was having. It was something that had kind of been done to me. I'd been willing, I'd been keen, but I hadn't been directing and steering and shaping the show. And so for me to start saying... I'd really like it to go slow, I'd really like to try this, it just felt impossible. So it set me on a bit of a journey, really, because I was like, gosh, you know, here am I, I'm a, I'm a woman who can get stuff done yeah. in my normal life. You know, I was writing books and I was performing on West End stages, I was doing stuff, <laughs> but actually when it came to men and sex, I completely disempowered myself. So I was curious about all this, and, and so, yeah, so that's what the book's about, really, it's my journey of exploring all that. What I learned. really love about that is you've taken this attitude of, I mean, it's it's such a writer attitude of here's something that I'm interested in. So I'm going to write a list of things I want to know about it. And then I'm going to go out and explore all of them. Did you, when you started to tell people that this was your plan, what did, how did they react? Um, yeah, really lovely question, actually. Yeah, it was quite interesting. So I think my girlfriends were quite... Um, yeah, uh, I just think sex is such a funny one, isn't it, really? So some people just sort of don't really want to talk about it and some people want to really, really, really talk about it. <laughs> um, and But everybody was sort of very interested and wanted to follow my, my escapades. But one thing I did find is, you know, I set, wrote this big list and I was single at the time and I was like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And then I was like, oh... Well, I should probably have thought about this before because I, I need a fella or someone to do this stuff with. Well, that was I one can... of my questions because I, I read your book cover to cover and I loved it. It's definitely the sex book that I've always wanted to read but didn't even imagine could exist. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I I feel like the slow sex thing is about the kind of sex that women want that we haven't had. But I'm a bit like, I feel like this is unicorn sex because I'm like, where? Where are the men that are interested in slow sex? Did you find lots of men who want to have slow sex? Was it yeah. easy to find men who, who want to do slow sex? Yeah. You know, I Good think we've all you. been fed. You know, I think, you know, I've just, I've written my story in it. But I think, you know, we've both been fed some really, you know, men and women have been fed some really hard, these gender roles that we've been, you know, fed and, and uh, you know, that we've, we've absorbed since birth are really tough, you know, sexually. Because I think for a lot of men, it's, you know, it's, they feel they have to perform and they have to do this. So we're all kind of playing roles that maybe don't fit. So for me, I felt that 
I've been I've been shown this role repeatedly of the sexual woman, so I had to be up for it. I had to be desirable. I had to be, you know, I had to, I had to, you know, it was quite performance based. And I, if it was really hurting, I couldn't. I didn't like to say it was uncomfortable unless I thought I'd sort of break something. I couldn't really speak <laughs> out. So I, I sort of learnt this role, but I think that's quite similar for men. You know, we're all. I think we're we're quite lost when it comes to sex. One thing that I found is we seem like we're talking about it a lot. So. So we, we quite often we're like cork or nudge nudge wink wink you know there's that sort of sex talk or then there's ban it there's ban it all and and actually where I felt that we're not having the right the, the conversations are how does it make us feel you know how do you feel about that how do you feel and when so you see porn like that's that or, or takeaway that I've got from here actually it's not about sex at all it's about vulnerability and feelings yeah and the slow sex from what I can see here and I don't want to give away too much in the book is about understanding how you feel what you like what turns you on but also being able to articulate that to another person and I mean if you're not good at articulating it to another person the slow sex journey is going to be a bit you know it's it's a bit more of a challenge I personally would struggle Mm. so it's really interesting I so Lucy I actually run a course about how to have better sex for women and um in it we get the women to talk about we get the women to do an exercise where about kind of asking for what you want yeah and one of the things that's really interesting to me when I see this is it's really easy for them to ask to do something it's really easy for them to ask to give something to a partner yeah it's really hard for them to ask this is what I want done to me. Yeah. And even though I teach it, sometimes I find myself, I'm like, oh, it is hard to actually articulate that. Because yeah. I think as societally, as women, we're encouraged to not ask for what we want. We're encouraged to ask for what do you want so that I yeah. can give you to that. Yeah. We're, we're not, we don't, see, I think we don't often, we're not encouraged to think about what we want, mm. let alone ask for it. So actually going, so actually sometimes it's like, to think, it's like, oh my God, what do I what do I want? I don't know. You know, I've been so tied up in, am I being desired? You know, that for me was a big one because I think I've been raised to be desired as a woman. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, it was Paige, it was Lads Mags, it was, you know, and then point. So you had to be desirable, but I'd never stopped to think, what do I desire? Mm-hmm. That's just such an amazing question. But yeah, I think sometimes that's, that, actually I found it sort of, I remember writing the list going, I cannot believe I've not ever thought this. When you I started, cannot believe I hadn't thought this. When you were writing that list, and between the list and finishing the book, were mm. there things you didn't even know that you wanted at the time of writing that list? Yeah, there was things that were so obvious. So I had, you know, that as I was writing, I was like, okay, so what would really, what would I like to explore? And I was like, oh, of course I'd like to explore sexually with women. Of course I would. You know, it had been in my fantasies for as long as I could remember. I'd had a few really, really drunk experiences, you know, of sort of kissing women and being a little bit sexual with them. But I'd never thought, but it had been so clear in my fantasies, but I'd never thought to explore that. I just thought, that's so funny, isn't it? I've so been raised to be straight, and that's what you are, that I hadn't really thought, oh, I could explore this. So that I found kind of baffling, that something that had been so key in my thoughts and fantasies that I hadn't thought I could action. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of things like that that were just had always been there, but I'd never thought I could actualize. Mm, I love it, Lucy. We're going to keep talking to you. We're just going to take a little break, but we're going to keep talking to Lucy. If you want to know how to have better sex, she feels like a woman who has the answers. Uh, she's staying with us here on Badass Women's Hour XL. 
the vampire strikes back. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Tonight we're joined by author Lucy Ann Holmes, who's written a brilliant book, Don't Hold My Head Down, um, all about her quest for better sex. Lucy, after you had been, how, for a start, how long did this quest take you and have you now got better sex? I've I'm definitely asking now got better sex. Oh, Good. Sorry, what was the last bit? <laughs> Good. <laughs> how long did it take you? We want to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it took... So I mean I think you know I'm all I'm all, I'm still on the journey so I'm still learning and that's the great thing about it and one big thing that did happen in the journey is I had a baby and so that kind wow. of was a big physical and emotional <laughs> impact mm. and then I sort of had to come back to myself and start uh, and almost start again get to know my body again mm. and get to and I had to ask what I wanted again and it was kind of similar but also different mm. uh, so. Yeah, and I think that life's going to be like that. You know, I'll uh, you know go through the menopause, and then I'll probably have to ask myself, you know, again what I want, and you know, and other things will happen in terms of relationships and outside things. And I think it's constantly, you know, coming back to yourself and tuning in, and and asking yourself, you know, am I where I want to be? Is there anything I want to explore? Um, so yeah, I think it's an ongoing thing. That was one thing I really took uh, from the journey. But in terms of how long it took, I definitely. Um, I had a lot, so there's a lot of the book, about half of the book is me just learning about myself and encountering disaster after disaster, really, um, as I, yeah, worked through a lot of just the stuff that I'd absorbed, I think, from childhood. I think I'd absorbed a lot of stuff about being a sexual woman that actually didn't fit and I had to unpick and, you know, I had all this body image stuff and I had this, you know, problem about how I couldn't ask for what I wanted. So I had to work on all that. And so, and I probably had about, I'd say, nine months to a year of working through all that. Um, and then I just, you know, slowly, slowly got my confidence and slowly, slowly, I would say magic started to happen, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to any woman listening to this right now who wants to do what you did but doesn't know where to start? I would take yourself 
uh, into a room on your own, light a candle, take off your clothes, um, and just start slowly, just breathe, um, maybe turn on a bit of music, but don't turn the computer on, uh, and just just tune into yourself and just really try and relax and just listen to your body and see where it wants to be touched. And it might not even go, first of all, to a sexual thing. You might just want to touch yourself really tenderly. I think often we we really want to be touched tenderly, and that's quite a hard thing to ask a lover. Can you touch me like I'm precious? Can you touch me really tenderly? And actually it's something that we don't even think to give ourselves. And so sometimes giving that to yourself can be the most healing. You know, sometimes it can really make you cry. I know after I had, you know, a lot of times in the... in the Women have got a lot to heal, I think. You know, because we've yeah. seen from Me Too... Uh, you know the fact that there's millions and millions of women and girls living in the country, in the country, in the world, with uh, female genital mutilation. <laughs> we're, we're a society, a world that's been terrified of female sexuality for thousands of years. There's a lot to heal, and just touching yourself really tenderly. If you've got scars, touching them. And you know, for me, for ages, my episiotomy scar, just the lightest of touch on it, and I would be weeping. And that's kind of what I needed to start with. And then, and then just you know really show yourself love I think and and then feel the energy build and feel yourself just you know explore yourself with delight and tenderness and I think the female body we've just got some we're gosh we've just got a treasure chest of uh, sensations that to unlock um it's all gone very still and silent well look so I I maintain that this is not about sex at all yes um yeah. everything you said just there to me was not about sex yeah that was about fundamentally putting yourself first lots yeah. of people would just even struggle finding silent time they'd be yeah. just too busy so even the process of finding yeah. some time yeah. and even knowing what yeah. sort of music yeah. makes you feel a certain way or you know people that don't even have candles in the house i don't know who yeah. they are personally um <laughs> but you know just that element of of taking having the things at hand yeah. to make yourself feel good some people still need to go on that journey and, and i think so for I don't a lot of women it's it's, we put you know a lot of women you know you put you're putting you put everyone else first mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. exactly. you know you've got to make sure your kids are okay and your partner did a dirt and then you wouldn't mm -hmm. think to take that time because that exactly. time you probably think no, i've got to do the ironing exactly. so actually and you might not have candles but you might want to open you might be able to open your curtain a bit so a street light comes in do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. just finding that you know for me when i started the journey i was living on my own i was just like basically i'm going to make my bed okay <laughs> the toast plates off my bed you know and it was just about yeah just treating myself just just valuing myself a little bit yeah you know That's be the, the best thing. lover you can to yourself yeah. i think mm, yeah. like it yeah. yeah what's changed with your relationship with men since you started this journey I think I'm a lot co more confident, a lot more myself. I think I, I think I was really messed up by the fact that I felt as a woman I, I had to be this, this whole thing about being desirable messed me up, and also not. Um, I found I I would just give away my power, you know. And I and I I remember this because I you know as I said to you I was able to get stuff done in my normal life, and I would literally be with a guy. And he'd be like, what do you want to do? And I'd be like, oh, whatever you want. Like, Who is this person? <laughs> you know, and, and I, so, 
and I'm not like that now. But there is still a part of me that has to go, no, come on, it's okay, you can state your needs. There is still, you know, that's, there's a lot of conditioning of that that I felt I had. And, and so sometimes there is a still a fallback and I have to go, no, 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 it's okay. So there's a kind of an inner dialogue still, you know, and it's still with, like, I feel I've really learned to love my body on this journey. And I started with an awful lot of body hatred. I, I was actually stunned by how much I hated my body. Um, when I started monitoring my thoughts, I would I would be constantly telling myself I was disgusting. And I just, like, it really shocked me. So I really started to work with that. But there's still sometimes where there's a fallback thing. I'll see a photo of myself and my inner my inner thoughts will, will go to a horrible place at saying horrible things about myself. And I have to go, Lucy, what are you doing? You know, don't, you know, yeah, do not do that. So, yeah, there's, you know, there's a, you know, you still, it's still, it's, we're still, it's still ongoing. But, yeah, I've got a lot better. And I definitely, I'd say I'm more confident and more myself with men. Mm. Lucy, we are having a big discussion on the show tonight about um, what the unofficial emoji for the vagina is. I, I feel like you've got the expert opinion on this. What do you think? Well, I don't know. But as you've been talking, I don't know. Because I'm not great on emojis, but I'm seeing some sort of like, kind of like a strawberry moussey something. <laughs> with a, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's strawberry moussey fruity something. I don't know. I quite like the sound <laughs> of that. I'm quite into that. That could be a winner, a kind of strawberry moussey something. We love it a lot. Lucy Ann Holmes, thank you so much. Juicy's new book, Don't Hold My Head Down, is out now. I'm assuming all good bookshops. I hope so. Yes. yes. And it's on Amazon. Yeah, you and can get all the very best ones, in fact. Uh, <laughs> Lucy, thank you so much for joining us. One, two, three, four! This has been the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. If you want to hear more from us, you can come follow us on social media at Badass Women's Hour HR um, or leave us a review and tell us how much you love us. We really need to feel the love. Five stars should do it. 